At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. is 105.9 the radiator the rocket shop i am your host once again tom proctor and with me now is bears tapestry how how's it going well thanks how are you i'm pretty good well bears tapestry is usually is your whole band if, uh, um, if i'm yeah, right yeah you know i kind of have like a, an internal dilemma about that because I, I don't i don't know whether to call myself just oh this is just bear or his coming by myself or this is solo tapestry or uh, yeah, I don't well, know. How do you, how do you define that? Which part? The solo chapter? Uh, yeah, do, I mean, because you, you do play solo and you do play with a band. So when you do come to a solo gig as a solo artist, do you, you just call it by your name or is it solo tapestry or is it Bear's tapestry? Yeah, uh, I usually just go by my name. I don't know. It's an interesting question because I, you know, I did write all of the music that we play as Bear's tapestry. But everybody in the band has put in so much effort. It kind of, you know, it doesn't feel like fully right to mm. claim the whole name of, you know, Bear's Tapestry on my own. So, I don't know. I guess either. I don't think anybody would be offended <laughs> to call myself Bear's Tapestry. No. We're getting into the yeah. <laughs> getting into real psychological minutia. Yeah, Just uh, I haven't thought about that that deeply, maybe ever. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we do like starting out with a song before we get into the into the uh, therapist couch kind of questions. Sure. So, uh, what have you got for us? Uh, this first one is called Flowers. Down, I'm at 
listen to f- folk music and especially uh, one like y- the sort of music that you sing uh it it comes out very raw it sounds like you're really singing from the heart how does it feel when you invite an audience into that like personal story is it is it something difficult to do or is it something that you feel necessary wow great question um yeah it's uh it's definitely vulnerable i mean it feels um at times feels hard i mean it really depends on the song sometimes you know some songs have a lot of like anger in them and it feels like really you know i feel like you know kind of on fire and like powerful to be sharing that with people and for that like to have a space especially with the band where you can like really like rock that out with like an amplifier and like drums behind you feels like you know awesome um and then other songs like that song that I just played, you know, it's more vulnerable and yeah, I don't know. I mean, all I think all of them are pretty cathartic and um yeah, I found it's it's best if I close my eyes. <laughs> 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 just pretend it's just me. <laughs> do, do, do you have uh, you know, on stage if you don't close your eyes, do you ever lock eyes with anyone in the audience and have a personal moment? Or is it something you just generally try and avoid? Uh, <laughs> I try to avoid it mainly. Um, yeah, sometimes my partner Hannah will come to a show, and uh, I'll tr- I'll try to make eye contact with her <laughs> just once, just to be like, "Hey, thanks for thanks right. for being here." But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like just in, in general, you know, I, I play music mainly for myself. I don't know, maybe that's selfish, but but I th- I think you know among my favorite musicians that's almost like why why i like certain musicians over others cuz it's 
you know, you can you can tell they're just kind of like doing their own thing, you know. Um, like I was a big fan of Bob Dylan for a while. That was a big influence of mine, and I just um, it was mainly a college thing. But um, yeah, in the peak of my being like super into his music, I just loved the fact that he would just do do and say and like put out just like weird stuff, and you could tell he just like did not really care that much what uh what folks thought of him that came to <laughs> his shows so yeah i I, I feel that's just well bob dylan and his his genius is kind of the the negative side to that is that he did not really care about anyone's feelings and he yeah, would know, tear yeah. people apart in songs yeah there's there's definitely limits <laughs> i don't know if i want to get to that right. level but but yeah um and and for people like, you know, your partner and the band, um, those that are close to you, um, who might be able to identify with those lyrics, do they, do they, when they listen to these songs, have any suggestions for you? Or do they temper any kind of feelings while, you, while you're singing to them? Um, do they have like, any input into the creation of these songs, I suppose, is what I'm getting to. Um, I've generally... You know, the the songs that I write come out of pretty personal experiences, and like all the lyrics are very intentionally placed where they are for a reason. And sometimes it may not be like a very musical reason. Like to the listener, it may sound like, oh, you know, that word doesn't sound that great right there. Mm. Like the way they said that was not, you know, could have been better or different or something. But generally like those sorts of things are just really personal and they just feel right to me um and so i don't when people do give input on those sorts of things i kind of just you know i say thank you but mm. no thank you <laughs> but um but the band has like heavily influenced like the arrangement and um yeah just kind of like the sound and the ambiance you know they've the band pretty much everyone else in the band writes their own parts and kind of does their own thing and we just give each other feedback on oh yeah that sounded great when you did that or i didn't like that so much and kind of things get decided that way yeah, generally so what's your process about bringing uh songs to the band is it do you, do you just have like one session where you come in and just all unload everything you've got and then everyone goes away and does their own thing or is the do you take it song by song How, what is your process when when arranging this uh, in its totality with the band yeah um well i love to use uh, i don't know if you have an iphone but i, lo I love to use the voice memos mm. that's kind of like when i have an idea you know i kind of I, I was listening to a um actually a song exploder episode that said it really well recently i forget exactly what artist it was but they were, you know, likening when you first write a song to like catching a fish, mm. and you know you want to you want to keep it on the line. You don't want to pull too hard, but you don't want to let go. Um, yeah, that that's how it feels for me at first, and I kind of just like frantically, you know, want to kind of keep it on the line. So I get it down on a voice memo type of thing. And usually, when I have something I really want to work on, because not you know not every one of the songs I've written is you know the greatest song ever. Um, but when I have one I w want to work on, I'll kind of send it to the band, and next time, you know, I'll let them know, like, well, this would be great to kind of jam on this song or whatever if we have time. And then usually we kind of just run it through and try it out and see 
what comes of it, you know, the first couple run-throughs. And then we kind of start arranging it and, like, thinking more technically about it. But really, I, I like to leave it um, sort of open for everybody to mm. be creative. Uh, and um, in terms of that, how has that changed? Is that changed at all the way that you write or the way that you create songs yourself? Are you now in the back of your mind knowing that you've got a band to kind of bring it to um, and therefore change it up? Or have you kind of kept going as you've always been going in terms of your own songwriting? Yeah, um, yeah, I've definitely... I mean, I feel like the, the, the essential process, like the, you know, the core process of writing a song is pretty much the same. Where, you know, I just have, have life experiences and something strikes me in a particular way or, you know, kind of just, I don't know, the, like the magic happens, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I'll kind of start fiddling with an idea. But the band has definitely influenced me in the sense that now, you know, I have not to compare the members of the band to like tools or anything, but like, you know, you have these like, you have these like wonderful musicians kind of like tools available to you. And so, um, that just opens you up to different possibilities. Like I love thinking about different rhythms and, um, lately I've been wanting to try some like polyrhythms where people are playing kind of in different times. Like maybe the rhythm mm. section is playing in like three, and then, like, I'm playing in four with the lead guitar, like, you know, just things like that that aren't even, you know, can't, you can't really even, like, think about that when you're writing just you. Mm. So so it's definitely opened me up to new things. Um, yeah, but I'd, I'd like to think the core songwriting is, is kind of the same. Yeah. I'll, I'd love to hear another song. So what have you got for us? All right. Um, I think I'll play uh, Singing the Blues. Which is not a blues song. <laughs>
tapestry there um and one thing i'm quite curious about is you, you say you when you you come up with a song you're you're ready in there with your phone ready to record it down but the actual lyrics itself what what inspires them is it you you did mention it's uh got kind of personal stories attached to them but is there something that you read in order to kind of like get like the syntax right or is it is it just a case of waking up in the middle of the night and coming up with a good line? Um, yeah, it's tough to say really where it comes from. I mean, I can, I can tell you that I definitely have influences. Um, and occasionally, you know, I'll get into an artist. You know, I'll find an artist that I really love and, you know, I'll, I'll learn some of their songs and... 
you know, I'll find like, I don't know, some range of my voice that sounds like really good and that influences something. Or, you know, there's just like a theme that sounds, you know, that really speaks to me or appeals to me. But um, gen generally it's just life happens and I kind of like, I feel like I'm like recording it with my lyrics a lot of the time. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of times when I write, I'm not really like writing in like a, a lyrical form. Like it's just kind of, I'm just writing just to, just to get things down like in a journal. And um, occasionally what happens is I'll, I'll, you know, I'll process an experience in that way. And then, yeah, I don't know. I j it just kind of feels like I have to sing about it sometimes. So I'll just, you know, start strumming something on the guitar and it just... Yeah, I find that if I start to sing over like a riff that I really like, generally what comes out is just like things that have happened or, you know, just things that I'm like working through or with, you know. Mm. And if you, you always had this kind of songwriter mindset, when did this, when did you as a singer songwriter begin? That's, that's tough to say, actually. Um, so I, I picked up the guitar when I was 10, but I wouldn't say that I st really started attempting to write until I was probably like 16, 17 or so. But actually at that time, my first, um, my first like real musical exposure to like, you know, playing out live with a band was, uh, my high school punk band <laughs> called the Vander and, uh, <laughs> still my most successful venture to date somehow. <laughs> We're terrible, but, um, but yeah, so I think, I don't know, somewhere along the line there, I mean, I was always interested in writing songs and um, it was always kind of like a tool for me to kind of like process what was going on and, and cope with certain things um, at home. And uh, um, But I don't know, like what defines a singer songwriter really? Like, is it when you're like, when you first play out like live um, or, you know, is it kind of like the first song you ever write or? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think we we had someone on the show a couple of weeks ago that swears that she wrote her first song when she was four. Wow. So I mean, if she if she can claim that, I think you can claim it whenever you wrote your first song and played it to yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Four is <laughs> that's that's bold. <laughs> right. That's early. <laughs> um, I mean, you said that working with your your band has somewhat changed kind of the way that you write. Um, but I also know that Burlington's got, and Vermont in general's got a super tight-knit singer-songwriter community. And I do also see you play with the same bands relatively frequently. Um, I saw you playing with Danny in the Parts, or you have just played with Danny in the Parts quite mm -hmm. recently. I think that's when I first saw you, were you were playing with Danny in the Parts and uh, yeah, Box of right. Stars. That's right. Um, both of which we've had on the show now. So you're, you're, my, you're my final final one from yeah, that, from that yeah, particular check show. Check it off the list now. Um, what do you learn from playing and performing in the small but vibrant community? Oh, wow. A lot. Um, well, I mean, first of all, without this community, I wouldn't have a band at all, you know, because, um, yeah, I came, well, really what connected with, with the music scene here at first, because when I first moved to Vermont, I wasn't really, like, performing out much at all, um, um, so really what connected me at first was my partner, Hannah, who does Honey and Soul and mm. also performed to 
with her jazz band Warm Water a while back. Um, you know, I met some people through her and uh, eventually got connected with Charlie Hill, who does uh, Jay Bangoy, Chazzy mm-hmm. Lake, and others. Um, and he was the one who actually, I came to him and I was like, look, I have all these songs. It's about time I record them. Um, you know, can you help me get them down? Like, I'd love to get a band behind them, but, you know, I don't really, like, have a band right now. And so we kind of were discussing different options for doing that. Like, I was thinking about hiring a band. Um, and, you know, just we, we basically discussed all the different ways that we could go about recording. And that's when he introduced me to Dan Kruglak, who is a sound engineer, was originally just going to record me. But um, I couldn't find a bassist, so I eventually asked Dan. And Dan was down. And um, it was basically through that process of, like, actually looking for a band. You know, I just started going to open mics, and I found all these people. Whole crazy story. Um, But... I mean, that process of kind of like getting a band together and really getting into the community and meeting people and playing with these different groups has been, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing, like, just how many musicians are around here and how many of them are just, like, super, super talented. Um, and I think, yeah, I've, I don't know, it's hard to really put into words what I've learned from that. I definitely learned about the music industry, like just how crazy it is who actually is successful and who isn't because there's so many bands here that could, like I would love to listen to on the radio or I would, you know, I'd love it if they did international tours and things. Um, So that's definitely been a a cool lesson. Um, But also like how to collaborate and like a balance between kind of, you know, doing what you're passionate about and doing work, you know, because both of those things are a part of, you know, playing music in town and just seeing, you know, people's different approaches to that and kind of figuring out what I really want to get out of it um, has been a big, like, learning curve for me as well. Um, Yeah, so much. And did you ever manage to get those songs down? Have you you got an album? Is there an album in the works of the band? What we're looking at here in terms of getting getting some Bears Tapestry playing on the radio or close to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for asking. Actually, we have, we just recorded four songs uh, this past spring. And so those are in the mixing phase and will hopefully be done later this month mixing. And we hope to get them out like late November, December. Um, and in the meantime, while that's kind of wrapping up, we're starting our next recording venture, kind of more with the the band. Um, the first four songs were more of like a solo, you know, kind of like strip back singer songwriter type of feel. And uh, these next ones, we're planning on kind of doing more of a like a rock orchestra type of, you know, like really big mm. rock and sound. So I'm excited for that. But that that'll probably be a while before that's out. Yeah. Right. Um. Well, um, before I, I let you play us out, um, I- what gigs you got coming up and where can we find you if we do want to find out what you're up to? Um, yeah, so we actually are playing this Saturday with <laughs> Danny and the Bards <laughs> <laughs> and Zach DuPont, and that's at Sidebar. That's going to be, I believe it starts at, doors are at 7.30, show starts at 8. Um, 
and free show, and we're doing kind of an All Souls Day type of thing, so if anyone wants to come, dress up, bring costumes, whatever, get weird. <laughs> um, then we're also playing Foam Brewers. I believe that's the first Friday of December. I forget what the actual date is. Um, and the next one after that is going to be Bolton Valley, and that's February 2nd, and that'll be with Adventure Dog. Oh, and Foam Brewers is with Weed Parsons, which nice. is great. Um, and yeah, we're on Facebook and Instagram as just Bears Tapestry. Nice. Yeah. Foam Brewers is a great venue, and uh, weirdly enough, so is Bolton. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I was curious. I've never actually like been there. It's. I mean, I'm guessing you're playing in playing in the evening. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you've, it's you got this real captive audience of all these ski bums with, and you know people are just there for like the weekend skiing, at the the hotel and everyone's like super for a good time because I mean w- what else are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, yeah Bolton well in the mountains winter. on a yeah. Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Two foot of snow, so it's you know it's it's just a weirdly good atmosphere. Um, ah, cool. But yeah. yeah, good luck with them. Um, what song have you got left to play that with? Um, I'm gonna play a song called "Guarded Heart." Alrighty.
playing us out there with Garden Heart. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No worries. And please come back on again once you've got that big band recording. Yep. Out of ready. course. Yeah, I would love to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, uh, that's all we've got tonight. This has been 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. I have been your host, Tom Proctor. And good night. <laughs>